Mic check, mic check. Yo, yo. Oh, good. All right. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim. We got LaBeige in the house. Hey. What it is, Bay Not Bay? Yeah, Bay Not Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think about that funny my Instagram name to that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I seen that shit. I was like, I was like, oh, that shit kind of catchy, dog. Yeah. Man, I meant to hit you up when I did the uh, video on the list thing. Because mm-hmm. I, like, I don't want her to see this shit and think like I'm talking shit about her. You know I what I'm saying? Oh, you didn't see it? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. I was telling him, like, uh, the consistency part he was saying, and I was like, I felt like he put uh, some artists on the list that was that was too new. Oh, you're talking about Snoop List? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. And um, I was going to hit you up first because I was like, man, she might misinterpret this and think I'm saying, like, uh, like she isn't a good artist or something. But I ain't no. mean it like that because I was talking to um Ben about it. And, you know, he basically hit me up and was like, man, I appreciate the words or whatever. And then I think he kind of felt hit about the consistency part. Mm -hmm. But I didn't mean he wasn't consistent. I just meant, like, he just started. So how you put him on the list. But I'm tired of that list shit. I ain't going to (laughs) lie. I mean, everybody makes Everybody been making lists around here. But, you know, I mean, I respect Snoop for putting me on there. That was my first time ever being on any list. So I was just like, ah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it don't matter what you put out. People, somebody gonna be mad about it. Yeah, you know, that's true. I saw a lot of people in the comments mad just because they homeboy wasn't on it, and it's like, bro, you tagged him in it, and I went to the page, and it's like no music on there. Yeah, that's that's a lot of people hard. do that. When I was just in Atlanta, I was I was uh, talking to one of my homeboys about about artists in Augusta and how yeah. they'll they'll hit you up and want to be on your platform, then you click their music and it's some dumb shit. Like, like there's just nothing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they don't yeah. really take their artistry like like serious. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, what made you want to do music, knowing that that the market is like saturated as hell? I I've been singing since I was a little kid, and I've been singing publicly since I was 13. So like I've always wanted to just be a part of the scene in general. So mm-hmm. like it really didn't even make a difference to me. I just knew, especially now, especially with the project I just put out. I just had things that I wanted to vent about. Like, first of all, I don't vent through, like, I don't talk about my actual life problems through social media. Anything at this point that I want to say about my own personal feelings about something, I always end up just dropping a song about it, which is why I dropped the project. So I just felt like I had something I wanted to say. I had something I wanted to clear up. So instead of talking shit about it, there it is. Oh, yeah. I seen you doing I'm going to talk um, shit. I'm going to get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I seen you doing the uh, musical breakdowns. I was like, oh, that shit fire. Yeah. I mean, at first, it kind of made me feel a little insecure because I'm like, man, who want to read all this? But then, like, when I started getting feedback and then, like, I had one story where I was like, hey, if y'all can tell me what sign this man is, I'll cash up you $5. Like, my whole <laughs> DM was, like, full of people and they was all getting it wrong except one person. She got it. But, you know, after I started doing that and then asking for more feedback, Girls actually started coming to me and being like, can I talk to you about my situation? I'm just glad you wrote this on because I'm going through the same thing. That was really my main thing for like people to know what they deserve instead of just settling for anything and wasting their time. Like early on, were you kind of like nervous about putting your content out? Because yes. I know your content kind of personal. Yes. Well, real personal. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a preacher's kid. So yeah. the first move was like, all right, I'm going to just put it on Instagram and that's it. 
but I gotta remember where I started. I started on Facebook first. Mm-hmm. My biggest my biggest platform is on Instagram, but I started on Facebook and that's where like all my parents' friends be stalking me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say stalking. Facebook trash you know, too, dog. Yeah, but that's like honestly, that's the biggest hating playground, really, because it's like, yeah, you can post it, but they're gonna be talking about you. I'm tired of seeing her on my timeline, you know. But with my with my family, like I'm a I'm a priest kid on both sides of the family. So like I was scared because it wasn't gospel music and that's mm-hmm. what I had been singing for a long time, which is like pretty much my roots, that and like old school stuff. But I was scared just because of the fact like, okay, this is not gospel music and it's some of this music a little raunchy, a little <laughs> too real. Somebody gonna, gonna go tell my daddy. A little bit. Yeah, I know how that shit is. <laughs> yeah. Now my mom adjusted. Now my dad on the other hand is just like, Why are you rap singing? <laughs> you know, it's not so So what about the rest of your family? I mean, church they, family. I mean, I mean, I've my sisters, like my god sisters and stuff from church. They cool with it. Like most of them came to my listening party and was, you know, lit. Like you know, they say like church people are different outside of church. So yeah, you know, some of them I be seeing at a club, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> half dressed and stuff. So you know what I mean. But you know, don't ask, don't tell. But yeah, like they just they adjusted. It's really just mainly like my parents and maybe a couple of their friends. But they're. They're still supportive at the same time. Like my parents at this point, they like want to come to my shows now and they want to buy my stuff and you know, so when you got our next show? Um, okay, they excited about yeah, it now. Yeah, so like <laughs> I guess because of the fact now I'm not wasting my time, like I'm not doing free stuff. That's really like my dad's point. Like he's one of those like John C. Maxwell kind of guys, reading books all the time. Mm-hmm. Every day he wants to learn something new. Every day he's reading every day he's watching videos about how to do something himself you know he's that kind of person success how to climb up the ladder always doing stuff that puts more money in his pocket so like he's that kind of person so he expect his kids to be the same way so like when i started the music thing it was like well are you wasting your time or is this just a hobby like is it just a hobby and you just want to do it or i mean what's going on i just feel about that though what's that about uh him being more more concerned about the money aspect when you're getting into something that isn't fully based off of money. I don't, I don't know. I don't, at first I was like, dang, you never let me do nothing. (laughs) 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 Um, at first it was, I didn't even know what I was doing. Let's just start there. At first Mm -hmm. I was doing everything by myself. And honestly, if I wouldn't have met my boyfriend, I wouldn't know nothing about this, to be honest. Like I would have just been just posting videos and me playing the guitar like I used to. And like, just hoping for the best at this point. What like did he they, show you that uh, you didn't know at that point? You know, like being able to do like credits, you know, splitting the money mm-hmm. when you put out tracks, how to get it distributed between like all types of different platforms like Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify. I ain't know nothing about that. I wouldn't even Googled it. I would, like I said, I would have just posted a video and just hoped for the best. Like, okay, I hope somebody famous see it and put me on. Like, I didn't know nothing about that at all. Yeah. I started... Fool Me Once project in 2016. I didn't even get serious about it until 2018. So I had just been like, yeah, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it soon. And then three years later, it's like, where that though? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I didn't know nothing about no mixing and mastering, nothing. So really, like, if he wouldn't have put me onto that, I wouldn't know anything. So with my dad, it was just like, just know, like, like I said, he knew about stuff, but he didn't know the process of getting to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, 
just make sure whatever you're doing, you don't do it for free. Get your money, get your money out of it. Ask them who, what, when, where, why, how. Um, is it legal, immoral, or unethical? No. Okay, then do it. But other than that, just pray about it. Make sure it's the right choice to do. However, you know he always got like a little thing down here. I really don't want you doing this kind of music. <laughs> I want you to be doing praise and worship at church because that's where you started. But, you know, I think at this point, he cool with it. He cool with it. Yeah, you definitely got the right people around you, though. Um, I speak the truths a lot. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he always saying good stuff about you. That's my dog. Yeah, and that's the type you'd be supposed to have around, though. Yeah. Like, people that's real, real business-oriented. And like you said, your boyfriend. I've been seeing your boyfriend shooting pictures for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he's real good. I actually just put somebody on him. Um, when I was in Atlanta, a girl hit me up trying to get some pictures done. And I was telling her, like, you know, I know somebody that's way better than me. And, um, <laughs> especially for the shit that you want because I'm not good with that. I'm not good with shooting women at all. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Because they want a lot. And, like, it's, it's women <laughs> women and local rappers. Those, like, the two I, I like, really suck with. Mainly the local rappers, though, because them niggas, like, they want extra what? Yeah. And then it's like, bro, you giving me $50 and you want me to be here, goddamn, in the club with you for three and four hours and shit? Not for no $50. What? No. I'm like, nigga, hell no. Nah. I'm not doing all that shit. That shit crazy hell when I can be shooting my own content. Yeah, that's... But yeah. that's the biggest thing that, like, gets on my nerves about artists in Augusta is they don't understand the importance of having content. Like you was just saying, mm-hmm. you said you was just going to put videos out on a guitar. Yeah, and then your boyfriend uh, showed you how to actually get some content out there and make money off of it. Right. You're but already remember, 10 steps ahead of artists in Augusta. It starts doing research on it first, not just being like, you know, I think you should just do, like, this kind of video instead. Like, no. Yeah. This is what's happening right now. I'm going to look up how to get to where this person's at, but not biting off that person, of course. But, like, I'm going to figure out how to get where this person's at. How did he do it? Kind of like uh, the other day we were watching um, Lil Nas X. Yeah, how yeah, he yeah. got, uh, what's the song called? Old Town Road? Mm-hmm. How he got that to where it was. It was like, yo, this country nigga doing, <laughs> this dude is doing country music. So, I'm going to start putting it on memes first, putting it on funny videos. And then next thing you know, it started, like, yeah. Then it became a challenge. Then you got one of the biggest, well, one of the biggest country artists on the track. And then you got other people making new remixes of it, low-key without your permission. But, you know. Yeah, he but he's still getting this, paid off of the yeah. remixes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, you got to like, whatever type of crowd you got to, that you want to reach to, you got to make sure whatever you're doing, they can relate or like they're interested in it. Because if not, you just wasted your time, your money, your energy. Really. Yeah. I say that all the time. I don't think... I don't think artists should get into music if they don't want to succeed in it. Like, it sounds cute to be like, oh, I don't take it serious and y'all take it serious. Mm-hmm. Nah, like, you wasting your time, dog. <laughs> yeah, and you know, some people just do it just because they want, I'm not going to say clout. They want, like, a lot of likes. Like, they feel like the amount of likes is confirmation that they're doing something. Yeah. Right. But just think. That's even, weird to me, too. Like, so, like, on my Instagram, I have, like, themes on my Instagram, like, different colors, different themes or whatever. So my this theme I'm working on now is like everything about my project, pretty much. So I broke down every song. Every time I post one thing on my Instagram, I do a breakdown on my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. So they can understand why I wrote the song, what was behind the song, da-da-da-da. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, what I've been doing is, I have to sneeze. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, you fine, you fine, you fine. <laughs> I have to sneeze so bad. It's like breaking my, my thoughts. Nah, you good. <clears throat> I'm actually decent at editing. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. 
But what I've been doing is like, okay, I've been break, posting every song and breaking it down. I went last night and I was like, dang, this thing only got 150 views. Like on my first video, Forgiving, that's the first song on my project. Mm -hmm. First first one I posted had 150 views on it. And I'm just like, ain't nobody see this. But just think, that's 150 people that saw it. Yeah. Okay. So you think I'm really about to just delete it? What if, like, someone that came in my rest, like, I work at Twin Peaks out of here, so someone came in a restaurant yesterday and was like, I saw your project, and I knew this where you work, and I wanted to come and sit and talk to you about it. Like, stuff like that. When I first dropped my project, I was at Walmart. I know you. I saw you on Instagram, you know? Stuff like that. And it's just because I posted one thing, and only 30 people might have seen it, but that person might have remembered me, and now it's like, I see her in person. I see this content. Oh, such and such is looking for a female artist, and I saw your stuff on Instagram yesterday. Here she is, you know. So yeah, that's the importance of having stuff. that content out. Yeah, they delete stuff because they feel like they didn't get enough, you know, enough views or enough likes. But it's like honestly, if somebody saw it, just keep going. Really. So, uh, <clears throat> I think social media got people's heads messed up too mm -hmm. because it's getting to the point where people are more worried about getting likes than actually having some good content out there. Period. And that's why I was looking at Trues yesterday talking about uh, Instagram taking likes off of, off of, uh, off of uh, their platform. Mm -hmm. And I'm for and, and against it at the same right. time, the same way he was saying. Because it's one of those things where like, um, a lot of people get paid off of Instagram. Like it's a lot of models and all kind of people that get paid off of that, and they're getting paid because of their exposure. So mm -hmm. you're kind of eliminating that, but at the same time, you're helping people with their like horrible social anxiety and shit. Cause like a lot of females is, is and men also, but mm -hmm. they're doing this weird thing where like they're looking for confirmation from from a social media platform, and it's That's like, annoying. yeah, <laughs> it's like you scroll through. <laughs> You scroll through the internet all day and all you see is fat asses and Botoxes and, and you know, stupid shit like that. So now you think that's what beauty is. And now your head is all messed up. You know what? That's what I thought at first. Because before I even got into the music stuff, I tried to just post like cute pictures. Like I was a cheerleader, so I was like super fit. And I wanted to post my ass and my butt. And, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, I ain't getting no attention. I'm going to delete it. Now that where I am now, I'm literally just strictly focusing on music. So if we're not cool mm -hmm. in real life or like you not, or like maybe you're interested in my music or anything, if I see you half dressed, twerking, naked, whatever on my timeline, I just be on following people. Yeah. I went from having like, I don't, I don't like the type 700 and seven, no, 7,500 and something followers. I don't follow it all the way to like 7,300, like in a <laughs> week. I'm like, bro, I'm so sick of seeing y'all. <laughs> All that because you uh, because you seen all the negative shit yeah. and started unfollowing it. Yeah, and you I just start don't want to see yeah. that no more. Like that's not something I'm interested in. I mean, I don't know how guys are because I'm not no dude, but like I just don't want to see nobody booty cheeks. Like, oh nah, guys, guys love that shit. I'm gonna be honest, like nah. I don't like to see a bitch in the like thong on Instagram and shit, but I do. It's a guilty pleasure. I get on Twitter and watch all that porn on Twitter. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after dark, Twitter turned into a goddamn a porn no, site. That you know, shit Tumblr, crazy. Tumblr like stopped letting them post that, so now yeah. they feel like they got them yeah. Out of I heard somebody was talking about that last night. I ain't even know Tumblr had that crazy shit on them. Yeah. I ain't know that. Cause you know a lot of people actually. I don't even know if Tumblr was paying them to do that. Cause I know some people actually kind of got famous off of their Tumblr pages, like a. You know the little Bratz doll challenge they had, like yeah, I remember earlier that. this year. I think his name was like Mark Martin Cantos or something like that. Mm -hmm. He started 
the whole like all his little pictures he used to post like brass dolls everywhere and like how them in different themes and dress them up change their makeup and post like professional photos of them so girls were taking his pictures and using them for their brats doll challenges and next thing you know he got famous for it off of tumblr oh, so that's crazy. i think i don't know if like people are getting famous for their porn sites on there so now I doubt the people it. that was famous on <laughs> tumblr are like moving to twitter to do it i noticed that because like i remember actually seeing one and it was like dang they move quick <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's weird too though like i don't understand why someone would want to get into that line of work i don't knock yeah. it if you want to do it do it but that's just kind of weird <laughs> That's that's just nasty, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I can't get into it like that. People need to switch up like um you are what you consume, so yeah. You got to knock out all that negative shit out your life. Like I was just telling somebody the other day, I don't get on World Star no more. I stopped getting on World Star a couple years ago because I just think World Star is one of the most trash platforms on the face it's of like this earth. Yeah, I don't like that shit. I don't want to wake up and goddamn spend an hour of my morning watching fight compilations. That shit's stupid yeah, as fuck. I also don't like seeing people get hurt. And sometimes when I find out what the backstory is and somebody fights, I'll be like, wow, y'all really yeah. just been like, look, that hurt my feelings when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I'm going to get my friends to jump you and we're going to get it recorded so we can embarrass you. Like the Sharkeisha girl. Like, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. You did that for what? Or the girl that got beat up in the locker room? Mm -hmm. Well, she was bullying the quiet one and you know, you got to be aware of the quiet ones. Next thing you know... You get Molly walked across the, the locker room. Man, and you kept I picking think, at her, and now that's all we know you for. Nowadays, kids kids do all that shit for attention too, and it's like that's Stupid. not the kind of attention you want, dog. I'm glad I ain't part of that generation. They what? just, bro. Our generation do it too now. Just <laughs> like <laughs> I was seeing people today <laughs> posting talking about how uh uh today <clears throat> today's uh social media created uh, a generation full of narcissists, and like I was looking I at saw all. This morning. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at um, I think it was from a blog site. I was looking at all the people that were posting it, and I was like, eighty five percent of the uh, people posting this, Are they're talking just... about themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they the ones posting picture online, goddamn worrying about their likes and shit. Like, oh, and it trips me out when a grown ass man will post a picture online and they won't get as many likes as they would like, so they'll delete it and repost it. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah that like, shit is weird as hell to me. I already saw this. I'm not gonna like it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I already seen this. Like, I don't know I why they it. think. I don't think they understand the algorithm of Instagram. Like, yeah. you got a small window you can post there, and it'll 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 hit the algorithm hard, and you know it'll be pent at the top if it get X amount of likes at that time. If right. you don't hit that, fuck it, you just don't hit yeah. it. Do or it tomorrow. You, like constantly keep posting. All those photos are not going to show up on time. On yeah, timelines. Like, there's pictures from freaking last Wednesday that I just saw this morning. And it's like, bro, it's been out for almost a week. <laughs> just now, you know, it's uh -huh. like stuff like that. That's why, like, with my Instagram things and stuff, I'm not posting where I used to post, like, pictures of myself, like, every day doing something. Between, like, June and now, I haven't even posted, like, 50 photos yet. Mm. Probably not even 30. Probably a solid 20. You got some dope pictures, though. Thanks. With some With some good themes to them. Thanks. You came up with them themes? Just, like, the colors, yeah. Like, if okay. I, anything modeling, my, my boyfriend took it, honestly. Like I and probably Christopher. I like Christopher too. He cool, but that's about it. All the other stuff is just me at home, or I get inspired, or I want I feel inspired, and I want to post something to inspire others. So like, if it's not a picture of me and it's like a picture of like, like a quote or something like that, or something, I'll just make like post a little small caption underneath. Like you know, I always thought about giving up, but da 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 da. 
I just want y'all to understand that just because things aren't happening right now doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You just have to like keep pushing yourself and then it'll come. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Just so people know About that, that though, how do you um stay focused when, you know, when you first get into music, it's not a lot of money coming in? Like, what is it that keeps you going with that? My friends. My friends, my friends be boosting my head up, okay? Like, really, <laughs> if my head could grow a size, we wouldn't have no room in this room. <laughs> like, all my friends, even the girls I work with, there's a couple of girls that come into work and, like, they're new. Like, we can't show our uniforms outside of the job, so we have to come in with our, like, clothes covered. So, like, they'll come in and they'll, they bought my hoodies. Most of them came, a lot of them came to my listening party and was like, we wanted to come so bad. One, Two of them was underage and like snuck in, <laughs> fake IDs, just so they could come to the party. So, you know, they really be boosting my head up or like posting my videos, posting my songs, like themselves listening to it, themselves in my t-shirts, my merch. Um, and then my boyfriend, he be gassing me up too, especially when I write something dope. Like he'll give me an idea. Like for, I got a track called Let Me Go. That song was actually... That song was actually the original hook for Not Together. And so he was like, baby, I have like recordings in my phone. So like, mm -hmm. I don't, I want to document everything. So just in case I get popped in some way, somehow, I'd be like, yeah, I wrote this in 2016. Here's proof. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, he was like, maybe instead of just throwing Let Me Go in the Trash, maybe you should make it into a new song. I wrote that song in like 10, 15 minutes. And when I showed it to him, I actually recorded him like, his reaction to it so like i recorded myself singing it to him and he was like bruh that's dope as hell yeah drop that right now you know so like it's stuff like that like you just have to make sure those people that you surround yourself with you know they be like it takes a village i feel like those people that i surround myself with are into the same things i'm into not because it's like yeah i feel like i only need to be friends with creatives but i would rather be friends with creatives because anything that i feel Especially people who are more on a higher level than me. I feel like everything that I'm feeling right now, they've already been through it. So I can talk to them about how I feel about stuff. And they could be like, all right, well, here's how you get through it. No, nah, a team you know is I mean? very important. I talk yeah. about that on my podcast all the time. Yeah. Like, shit, I wish I had a team. I wish I wish I ain't, I ain't had to come in here and be, and be by myself and run all this shit by myself. And mm -hmm. I could just sit down, relax, right. and then just start talking on the microphone. I mean, that's how you got to start, though. Like, yeah. right now, it's just me and my boyfriend just doing but, what we can at this point until somebody says hey you need a manager you know what i mean stuff like I that. i talked to somebody about the manager thing recently too i don't feel like artists need managers early on though especially no. if the manager isn't going to put their 100 because the manager's job is to is, is to make sure you have you have things coming in make sure you have income coming so right yeah matter of fact and like i said you know we talk about truths truths when I was looking on, I put on my Instagram story, like, I'm looking for a manager. I taught the truth about the whole situation. He was like, you got to remember, if you get a manager, they really not even thinking about you 100%. They doing whatever they can. Yeah, so that's what I was talking to about paid. it, too. <laughs> so you're going to end up wasting your time, your money, and then you're going to be frustrated because you're going to feel like you got finessed. And then the two people, and nothing against them at all, you know, but um, the two people that wanted to be my manager, it's like, okay, this guy... He's just doing this right now, and he works here, and he's got a kid, and he's got a family, and, you know, all this other stuff. Where is he going to have time to fit you in any of that? Mm -hmm. Mine is, plus, working with his other artists that he works with. Or, like, this person works here. They travel. They don't have kids, but they travel, and they be gone for weeks. How is that person going to help you all the way across 
the United States. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, a lot on that person's plate. Yeah, he said it's just better for right now to just do what you can yourself. And when it's when the time is right, if that if a bigger person wants to manage you, you know, from like an industry or something like that, or a person who works with like big industry artists, when that time is right, they'll holler at you. Don't go looking yeah. for one. Yeah. Yeah. I most definitely think it's all about timing and like whenever you rush things, that's when bad shit happen. Mm-hmm. Just like most artists that's in the game right now, they all sign them badass deals. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I feel like you need to sign those kind of deals, mm-hmm. but if you don't have to go that route, don't go that route because you don't want to have a manager that's working for you and you blow tomorrow and they're getting ten percent, but they didn't really do nothing no, associated with I ain't which you blowing to be like up. TLC. What hell no? Nah. TLC got for get somebody ten percent for nothing. <laughs> they managers ain't doing shit. These Bruh. motherfuckers had had platinum <laughs> albums and and. Barely could afford condos and Toyotas. I don't even have a thousand dollars in my bank account yet. Something ain't right. <laughs> yeah. Man, That'd I feel so bad. Shit. I feel so bad when I saw that movie. I was like, bro, we didn't even know. We didn't even know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't say I feel bad for people like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't necessarily feel bad. I just. I think they kind of like. They kind of was naive and young. A lot of people are like yeah. that. Like they just don't know no better at the time. Like See, and that's what I said. Do your research. Because if you it's jump not, into something, it's like kinda that, like common sense though. Over. Like like think about it. You sold a million records and a CD cost back then what it was like sixteen ninety nine. Come on now, you can do the math on that. Really? <laughs> and you getting paid you getting paid a a, a, a nickel off $2? of each off of each sale. <laughs> yeah. I think it was less than two dollars. They was getting like <laughs> dimes and shit. Right. And I'm like, dog, you can do the math on that. Feel bad for them a little bit, just a little bit. Nah, they got them. I would hate to do all that work and dedicate my life and like I'm talking like years of my life to something, and then it's like I don't see none of this money. Like, where's it at? But you know, like people that have that much fame, it took a lot for them to get there, and and a lot of people palms had to get greased. So that's why I don't feel too bad because it's like y'all had to pay them writers, y'all had to pay the dancers, y'all had to pay all these people, right? Yeah, in contracts, that's why. If I ever, and I'm not saying that's a goal for me, but if it if it happens, if there's ever a chance that I get signed, I would want my dad to be the one to help me read my contract all the way Yeah, because it sounds like he's busy. Because it's always something like savvy. this big, literally, that you're going to miss, and the next thing you know, you're stuck in a four-year contract, and after your second year of working with whoever you're working with, you're miserable as hell. And I'm not going to like say Kesha's stories like that, but Kesha was getting like, abused by her industry and then she was getting raped and stuff by I can't remember who the guy was like a producer or something like that yeah I heard about that and it was like bruh she got like a whole nother year left on this contract and she can she gotta keep putting music out until it's done so think about having to be miserable for a whole year Cash Doll was the same way yeah Cash Doll just got out of her contract and I think she about to drop some music now yeah she got out like two three months ago okay and so I guess she about to drop her album I think she might have already dropped her album. I don't know. I'm not a Cash Doll fan. She she okay. I'm not I'm I not like a fan of any of those artists that's all dolled up and they're not good looking women. Wait, Cash Doll kind of cute. She just got big. big Cash thighs. Doll is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. She's ugly, dog. She, no. She's she's very masculine. Very. But it seems like she's very uh, dominant, and that's my thing. I love dominant people. Cause I'm a dominant person. I, I think like, I think I think we're in the uh, era of rap right now where a lot of women are like that, yeah. and I think a lot of men are getting softer. So it only makes sense. Yeah, I was just I was you, just. It might be because we getting a little hard. Women been up for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been said that. Um, 
like whenever you go to college, you see it's it's mainly women, yeah. and that's the reason because a lot of guys lazy as fuck anyway, mm. and they they just lack the morals. They man, they lack everything. I don't I ain't about to get on that. <laughs> like I was having a conversation with this guy last night, and I just he just sounded so hopeless. Like what, I ain't, talking I ain't talk about, about females or just yeah, he was talking oh. about females and shit, and he just was like, yeah, I ain't having sex. I ain't having sex with no girl because woody woody whoop and. She got to understand my emotions and my feelings. I'm like, dog, when the fuck did this shit happen? I think Drake started I mean, all this shit. Drake started I this mean, shit. I mean, honestly, I would rather be with someone that's very vocal with their feelings, to be honest. I mean, I don't want a very sensitive person, but I'm saying, like, I would rather them be But it's vocal a big difference, than, though, isn't it? Yeah. Between someone that's over-emotional and someone that just knows how to vocalize their emotions? Yeah, it's a big difference. Yeah, like, you don't want to come home and... Your boyfriend's in the living room crying, talking about some. I just, I just feel like we don't spend enough time. <laughs> you know what no, I'm saying? You know, since you said that, we actually just talked about that. He was just like, I feel like I work a lot, and you know, I'm just gonna give myself like maybe a day or something just to like relax and like chill because I feel like I dedicate too much of my time and my craft, and like I can't, I don't have time for myself, I don't have time for us or nothing like that. And I was like, okay. I like to cuddle. <laughs> <You know? laughs> See, communication yeah, is good. You know, I'd rather that than to just be crying because then it, he, if it was the other way around, I would be crying. He would be crying about me because I'm always at work. Yeah. So, like, when I'm at work, he's working. When I come home from work, he's still working. But at the end of the See, day, that's perfect, we got to do something to that get That crybaby shit don't work, no. man. <laughs> then on top of that, if you would have came home and he's sitting there crying and uh, y'all had that conversation through tears, you probably would have been like... <laughs> I don't know, man. This this might not work out. Like, you on your period? You okay? Yeah, that's what that's what's weird about man. Drake. Fucked everything up. Drake got everybody thinking it's okay to be like a little girl. I'm not gonna say Drake. I like Drake. I was I was kind of in my feelings yesterday when I found out he got booed. I'm like y'all. Don't I was the only person in the room him. that felt bad for Drake, and I'm I don't the, deserve I'm him. the I don't like Drake at all. And I, I was just looking at that video. I was like, dog, that shit gotta suck, especially because like this nigga was like. I'm here for y'all. I can stay. I can stay if, if you want, want to. Me to yeah. And they were like, nigga, no. Get your ass. <laughs> but he did it respectfully, though. Like, it was just kind of like a, all right. Well, if y'all want me, I'm out then. Either way, I still get paid for this. Bye. Yeah. And then he say something like, yesterday he bought the whole, like, area. So it's like, y'all hate me now, but y'all got to see me for 10 <laughs> years now. Hey, you know. <laughs> I feel bad for him, though, because, like, you can see it on his face. Like, he wanted yeah. to cry. He was like, all right, I love y'all. <laughs> I felt bad for him, dog. I felt bad too. I mean, honestly, it was then that's that's a good thing too because you know unmet expectations equal disappointment. My dad always taught me that. Mm-hmm. So you know, in their mind, it was like we got a special guest. They sitting there thinking it's Frank Ocean. I mean, I'm not gonna be mad because it's Drake because it's Drake. Yeah. But I would be a little disappointed if I thought this whole time Frank Ocean was gonna come and. So how did that go? Like, did Tyler promise everybody it was going to be Frank, or he just said it was a special so. guest, I think and they he assumed said it, was it was just dr- a special guest? Okay. and everybody was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be." Frank. Oh yeah, that's their fault. Then. Yeah, I mean, you could have brought the whole our future out. <laughs> yeah. I would have been okay, but you know, he he didn't. So bring everybody out. thought it was gonna be Frank, and it ended up being Drake, and they mm-hmm. was upset about it. That's mm-hmm. stupid as hell. People but, crazy as hell now. Be grateful, yo. Y'all got to see Drake, and y'all ain't even have to pay that much to see him at this but point. But think about it: the time we live in, where Drake can get booed, that is insane. That shit My is like that shit is like <laughs> Michael Jackson getting booed. Like Bruh, that is crazy as hell. I would disown everybody if Michael Jackson <laughs> get booed. I don't know anybody at this point. 
You said Pac. they just didn't deserve him. That's all. Man, these people probably would have booed Pac today. But look, when you look at the the clips from that whole thing, Tyler was lit. Like he was right there in the front. And he was like Millie rocking and all types of stuff, hitting yeah. that Bernie, all that. And it was like, bro, y'all really booing this man. Like he's about to do the he's about to do Hotline Bleak next. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what song was that he was performing before he got off stage? Oh, I didn't even notice the song. Was it Wu Tang? Wu Tang. Oh, Pro? okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah. I bear I. That was like my first time ever hearing him perform that. So like when I saw it and it was like nobody's even lit in the crowd. I am so upset. That's disappointing, Nobody. dog. I, I mean, seen. What you, oh my bad. Nah, you good. I seen um another video of Summer Walker performing and she was like sitting down the whole time and I was like at least Drake get up and move around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people like who they like. So honestly, even if she don't sit there, if people just like her because they relate to her music and her energy. I mean, I can't be mad at that. She paying her bills either way. So, I seen, um, mm-hmm. I seen you posting about Summer Walker, and I was like, I was reading the comments, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I ain't know the people in the comments, so I won't go uh, comment back on it. But yeah, that shit was kind of gross. <laughs> Wait, the one, the thing about the showers or the thing? No, no, no. Okay, the shower shit was nasty too. Oh. <laughs> but the energy thing, the thing about um, I'm like I posted about. Matter of fact, let's start with the shower thing. <laughs> the shower thing, I kind of get what she was talking about. I hope mm-hmm. she was talking about like her being on tour and just taking a bird bath instead of going to like a truck stop to take a shower. Don't she yeah. got a bus? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be. I don't even know if they even have showers on that bus. Yeah, so, so they probably go to like truck stops and stuff. They so I. Me. I get that, and um, then she posts a picture showing like uh all the all the items she used to bathe with and shit. Yeah. That was weird as fuck too. But I was talking about the uh, the transfer of energy thing and her okay. not want to shake her uh, her fans' hands and give them hugs and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing people comment on the on the post you had, and I was like, that shit is really not that deep. Like a handshake transfer of energy through a handshake. I know you probably believe in that, but I'm not really. It's just a handshake. I'll shake anybody's hand. I mean, think about this. What's that dude's name from America's Got Talent? The bald guy. You know his name? Mm. I can't remember. The his black name. guy? No, the Howie. 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 Oh, Howie. Howie, Howie, Howie yeah. Not Mendel or whatever. He's yeah. OCD, and so he literally he ha- he's a extreme germaphobe. He does not like being touched. Before he sits down at anything, they have to wipe it down completely. They have to wipe down his cups. When he gets a new thing, you know, they always have Coke on the table. Mm-hmm. Every time he um, finishes, they have to clean that glass completely out, put new ice in it with the, with the scoop, glove. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't like to be touched, nothing. But you have to respect that man's space. So if she's the same way, like, you know, I don't, I believe in the whole energy thing. I don't like to be touched because... What if someone's dealing with depression and then they hug me and now I'm depressed later? You know, I understand that. But at the end of the day, we have to respect our personal space. OCD is a sickness, though. Yeah. I mean, either way. I got a homeboy that's real OCD and it's crazy. My homeboy that's here right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We was just at his house this weekend. And every time, like, I came in and out the house, he started vacuuming. And I was like, this nigga crazy as hell. So my homeboy that's here right now, what he would do is he got a couch that, that got feathers in it. He would uh <laughs> he would take like a feather that that was about to pop out and stick it out a little bit just to watch him come and take it out. And he just kept doing that shit and he kept walking back to oh, go take it out. 
<laughs> uh, but that's uh, a sickness though. You gotta work on shit like I that. Mean, but either way, real. that's how that that's that person. That's what they into. Like that's how they are. So you can't be mad because someone away someone's away that you know someone's a certain way. Yeah. So if that's just if she don't like to be touched, you just gotta respect it. Really. But I mean, you ain't gonna be charging fans x amount of money that's for no meeting greeting. You ain't giving I'm them. I'm not hugs. about to pay a hundred dollars to meet somebody when I'm just gonna sit like this in a room for five minutes and take pictures. Hey, hey, okay, gotta go. If that's how it is, I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Gates did that same shit. He had a little mask on, talking about he was sick or some shit, and he just stood like this the whole time at the meeting. I just group. thought he just didn't like to be touched. Period. He's just man, so Kevin mean. Gates is bipolar as hell. He's so mean, especially when he first got married, and he was like, you know, don't touch me. I'm like, I ain't trying to. <laughs> I ain't trying to have sex with you, bro. I just want to take a picture, yeah. dog. Like I, I don't, I don't understand why fans is like that. I'm making sure like we connecting, like yeah. you know, are you feeling what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that. But I ain't trying to like rub on you, like I don't even. I understand <laughs> where they come from as far as like some fans being too touchy, but giving someone a hug, being polite yeah. to someone that pay that pays your bills, basically. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so like this, think about this. So I'm like a really big Ty Dolla Ty Dolla Sign fan. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. Oh my gosh. But yeah. If I would have met him in real life, I would want to get a hug and take a picture because that's one artist that I look up to as an artist myself. Yeah. So I want to have proof, like, you know, not to show on social media, but like, bruh, I met Ty Dolla Sign. Or like we we um we got into we met Ari well we were gonna meet Ari Lennox but we got um they sold out of tickets before they got to us in line to do the meet and greets mm-hmm. or whatever. So if I would have met her, I want proof that I met Ari Lennox. Like yeah. that is one of my inspirations for why I write. I want to know like I want to remember like I want something to remember that I met her. Not I sat in the same room and took a picture with her. That's like picture of her that's all the way over there. And that's crazy wanna... too. Why wouldn't you want to give your fans that moment? No, because that's the shit they're gonna remember forever, and they're gonna want to stay with you through everything mm-hmm. once they have that moment. Especially since she's still, you know, I'm not saying in a weird way, but like since she's still touchable, you know. Because think about, look at what level Beyonce on now. When the last time we seen her do a meet and greet in the past ten years? Yeah, she's not touchable anymore. That's she's true. Very hard to reach. Let's put it like that. <laughs> she, matter of fact, she had a whole Halloween party, and we only saw one picture. We didn't even know she had a party. We just saw Kelly dress up as Donna Summer, and we knew it was a party at Beyonce crib. Like I ain't gonna lie, I think <laughs> I think a lot of people care way too much about what celebrities are doing too. Because yeah. like it trips me out how the internet blows up when like Beyonce or Kim K post their kids, and it's like why y'all care about these folks' kids so much? I don't know. I'm a Beyonce fan, so I got excited when she posted them twins. That was my lot screen for a week. And then like it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> like how they do it with uh royalty and uh. In uh, England and shit. Nah. Oh, you said. Oh, you talk about. Uh, yeah, like yeah. like the the prince and the queens and shit. I haven't even. I haven't seen them. I've only seen what's her name? What's her name? Archie, the new one, mm-hmm. the new baby. I've only seen him one time, and that's when he was first born. That's the last time I seen him. Like See, I care, but they're I just being like, private. Good for y'all. Y'all but have a baby. Woo. I think I don't think their <laughs> pictures will blow up as much as Beyonce pictures blow up Thanks. though, and that shit's weird to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know because the. Oh, um, royalty over there. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they do. Like that's what it's for. That's the only right. thing they do. Beyonce is a is an artist because you know she's like the first black person to marry into that entire yeah. family. So I was lit. I'm like yes. I bet his mommy was mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
This oh, mama no. probably was mad as hell. Like, man, look at this shit, man. How you gonna fuck the family tree up like this, man? <laughs> now they gonna be trying to have barbecue and shit. I'm at the, gonna at have the... cornbread at dinner, bro. Yeah, you fucking it up, man. Damn. <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah, Summer Walker, she can. Y'all can cancel her all. I give a fuck. I Go mean, ahead, she... man. <clears throat> I listened to a project for the first time. The um, what's today? Today's Tuesday. I listened to it for the first time Saturday morning, and I mean. I don't have nothing against her at all, you know. I everybody, every artist that put music out likes the music that they put out. That's what they into. I'm not gonna say it was the best project I've heard. I can honestly say I probably only like maybe three songs because she's kind of like, she's kind of like a black Janae Aiko. Yeah. Cause I mean, like a I lot said, of I'm that a pain music. Kid, shit. So like, I listen to a lot of chords, keys, and stuff. And so you listen to Janae's last project, the one with the like the. I don't remember what it was called. I can't remember what it's called, but her last project that came out, and then you look at, you listen to Summer Walkers, it literally sounds like the same exact thing. Everything's pretty much about the same thing. Everything has the same flow. Everything has the same key, same tempo, you know? So me listening to her music already let me know what kind of uh, performing artist, like a stage performance artist she was before I even saw the concert. Yeah, so it was like, well, she's just sitting there. So, like, just <laughs> listen to her music, bro. It sounds like she just sits in a chair and plays the guitar all day. That's what she does at her concert. She just sits there and sings. I don't know if it's because that's what she's comfortable with or that's how she just connects. I mean. Doesn't her do that, too? Mm, well. She stands there in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> all the videos I've seen, that's what she was doing. She no. was standing there in the dark. She yeah. used to when she first started because, you know, she had a, like, incognito, like, anonymous yeah. performance. That shit was kind of cool, do. though. I ain't gonna they lie. They screwed her over, though, because she did a very good job. At first, I thought, I mean, I was already a fan of Gabby Wilson because that's who it is. Mm-hmm. I was a fan of hers when I saw her on uh, BET Matters in, like, 2014, 15, 16, somewhere in there. And I was like, bro, who is this? Because she sampled the Isley Brothers between the sheets. So I was like, yes, that's I live for that type of stuff. Like, if you listen to my project, I got a lot of sample stuff on there. So I'm like, yes, I love this. So then when she came out with uh, volume one and volume two of her um, project, I was like, bro, who is this? I look at her little silhouette and I thought maybe she was just some like black sounding Hispanic girl, you know? And I was like, that's what's up. So I didn't even care about what she looked like. The music was dope, like super dope. And then they had a performance. I can't remember who it was. It was one of them summertime concerts. And they put her set like right at sunset. Like you can see her. You literally can see this girl full, like blown out, like her face and everything. She just got on glasses. So people who are familiar with Gabby Wilson's face knew that was her. That just ruined her entire like thing she was trying to do. Kind of like Miss Bellum on Powerpuff Girls. We only know her from the, the ears <laughs> I down, I forgot about bro. that shit. <laughs> bro, why did y- we still don't know what this woman really looked like, fam. You know? So mm-hmm. it's like, why did y'all do this to her? Like, that's not cool. I was I liked her for her music first, honestly. Yeah. I didn't even care about what she looked like. I don't like. know, though. It might have been time for her to show face, though. Nah. She's been doing this shit long enough. I didn't even want to know. <laughs> I still don't want to know. And I'm mad because I do know. Like, I was doing my homegirl hair, and she was like... You do know her as Gabby Wilson, right? And I'm just sitting there like, 
What? It's like well, finding out Santa not real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm I seen her music, and it's like, oh yeah, that's her. I seen her on Sway in the morning, and um, they had it all, the lights all dim and shit, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, now y'all taking it too far, dog. Mm-hmm. Just, just don't do interviews. Now. Just don't do interviews. It's right. fine. You should have just recorded it and just played it, and we just listened to it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Had her on the phone. Or Be something. like Weekend. I ain't never seen no interview from Weekend ever, and I don't think we are. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not seeing no we- no weekend interview. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Where he been at? Cause I, last thing I see, he looked like Pablo. He was uh, the Joker for Halloween. I seen that. I haven't seen him in like. I just know. What's that thing? I miss the weekend when he used to make that haunted house stripper music. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I need that weekend back, yo. My best yeah. friend put me on him. Like, I mean, I used to listen to him like a few times, but like she put me on like his big his big stuff now and it's like dang he ain't even making nothing right now so i don't even care no more yeah i think yeah. i think next year him and kendrick probably gonna be dropping albums i think it's gonna be a lot j. of good cole music is. next year yeah j. yeah cole j cole for is. sure yes they talking about that. j cole probably gonna retire after this album i don't I think i don't not. yeah i, I hope I mean, not either but i don't think so neither he does i mean we're not we're gonna be mad but it's like he's been around for a minute i think he came out when i was in middle school no, I was in like ninth grade. So yeah, that's almost that's ten years ago. Over ten years ago. So yeah, yeah. like that's I ain't gonna the, be mad. Ten years is where artists start like dropping down too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think someone like Kendrick Norco would drop down. Drake yeah. Drake need to hurry up in his run though. That's just because you don't like Drake. So. I'm not a Drake fan, dog. <laughs> you and don't I'm, like I'm just Drake. I'm just I love him. I'm tired of him having his ghostwriters and 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 coming mm-hmm. out with Hotline Bling songs. And Tori killed him on that. Uh, what was that song? Then uh, you, uh, I hate when niggas do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that song? The uh, controller. Controller. There oh. you go. Oh yeah. Jarrell know everything. Man, the, <laughs> see, and look, that's what I'm saying. Look, that's he. He just he told me everything I know at this point. Yeah. Everything I know at this point. I can't wait till Chicks tape come out. That's right, my shit. Right, you seen that dog. new thing he did with T Pain? Yeah, that shit. I, I love man, it. Man, I've been playing that shit all weekend. You know, you need to get on too, Ro James. You listen to Ro James? Uh, uh-uh, uh, I heard of him though. Check him out, like he's super dope. He just came out with a um song called Last Time, and he sampled Can You Handle It by Usher. And I, when I soon as the track started, I was like, bro, I'm ready to whip my fucking wig off. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta listen to that. Yes, then. it's good. I definitely got to listen to that shit. So I'm like trying not to get the flu, so like my throat messing up. But I mean, that that song's good. His last project was really good. It's called El Dorado. Like the whole thing. I like every single song in that whole thing. You got to get into Ari Lennox. She's one of like my music inspos. Ari Lennox, I heard, I heard a couple tracks from her. That whole project, I love every song on it. Matter of fact, we went to go see her in concert. I connected with her one time at a concert, and I feel like I ain't been the same ever since. <laughs> we were in the front. We were in the front, and like I said, I'm a preacher's kid, so like I have this bad habit of like harmonizing uh-huh. everything. So like she's singing, she's like, "Won't you speak to me?" And I'm like, "Won't you?" And I'm in the front, and she's pointing at me, and Jerome's like, "That was me." She was pointing at me, dog. So like we in the crowd arguing about who she. <laughs> so like the whole time that she's up there. I'm singing all her background vocals, <laughs> all her background vocals. I'm harmonizing with her. Everybody around us is like, okay, you know. I like, she's like really, really, really dope. Like, you got to like get with her. Like, even when she had like SoundCloud stuff, like everything from 
the beginning to now is like good. Man, I'm gonna check her out because you're selling folk. me on her. Yes, it's good. She's one of those like songs that I would probably like my kid, my future kids would be like, oh, we gotta clean up. Son, it's Saturday. We gotta clean up this morning because mom's playing R Linux. We already know <laughs> that's, that's better than the need. shit my mama played when I was young. When it's I was young, <laughs> nah, my mom wasn't in the gospel. Oh. Um. You was just talking about TLC. My mom used to play No Scrubs back to back to back. I fucking hate that song. I was like, bruh. She used to be like, nah, it's true. It's true. I'm like, dog, I don't want to hear that shit, bruh. That shit is annoying. Matter of fact, me growing up, you could tell which parent was cleaning up that Sunday. My dad would play like gospel music. Mm -hmm. My mama would play like all the old school stuff. Like, you know how they got like on Comcast, they got like the music channels and it just plays nothing but just... Not the music video, but just the one like yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she would turn those on. I'm like, dang, I can't even sleep in. I already know. <laughs> I know when she about to come. Like you do it so much when you know that old you school have to like get Al up Green a certain and shit. Time. No, when you like used to getting up at a certain time, your body naturally wakes up mm-hmm. to that. So now, like like today, I wake up. I woke up at eight fifty five because my alarm goes off at eight fifty five. Every freaking morning, even on my day off. So I can't even really sleep in because my body's already telling me, time to get up. It's almost nine o'clock. So like, that's how I used to be as a kid. Saturdays, yeah, your biological clock. That's what they call it. I just it. can't. I just knew. Soon as it hit. I mean, now, like, soon as it hits, like, I say like nine something, ten something. Like, if I was still with my parents, like, that's what time I needed to be out of the bed. That's the latest I can stay in bed. Because my dad always says, like, you know, you only got 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with it? If you went to sleep, if you were just now waking up and it's 10 o'clock, you just already wasted 10 hours of your 24-hour day. Now you have this amount of hours left. All right, so now you got to get up out of bed, got to make yourself food, brush your teeth. Wash, oh, you, you had know. a lot of structure in your yeah, household. Yeah, my parents are military too. Yeah. So, you know, oh, you had, you had structure take, on top of structure. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, all that's going to take like two or three hours. So now you've wasted 13 hours of your life. Now you have this amount. So what? Now it's what? One o'clock, two o'clock. Now you got to drive to where you got to go. That's another 45 minutes. Now you have this amount of hours left. So like, that's how I like kind of operate my life at this point. Cause like, that's pretty much how my parents raised me. Mm-hmm. Just to sum it up like that. So it's just like a natural thing for me now, especially now I don't live with them no more. Some of these habits, yo, Ooh, Jesus, <laughs> I have taken on so many like Good, good habits for my parents, but like they're bad habits too. Cause now I have to like force my boyfriend into it, and he just be like, Don't <laughs> "That's do the that. fun part, though, <laughs> being compatible." Man, Don't I always say it. Okay, you are gonna laugh your ass off when I say this, but I always say like, first off, before I even say it. I don't think people should get married until they live together, cause there's certain things you got to figure out. And yeah. the joke I always crack is I. I can't decide if I love a woman or not until I find out if it stinks when she takes a shit in the house. <laughs> For real, because think about it. Think about it. you ain't never lived with this woman before, and y'all go on vacation, and the room y'all get, the bathroom is in the room. Okay. So she takes a shit in the room, you're sitting, you're laying in the bed or something, and now the whole room smells like shit. Bruh. You don't want to be with her. Her intestines fucked up and all kind of shit. You don't want to be mean, with her. But what if both of y'all stay? Oh, then that's fine. That's Bruh. fine. But if your shit don't smell that bad and her shit smell bad and every time she take a shit, y'all got to leave the room, you rethinking some shit. You like... Man, if I if I'm gonna stay with her, I got to get some money because she gonna have to get a bathroom on the other side of the no, house. I used honestly, I used to be afraid to poop like in front of like when my boyfriend was home because I don't be wanting. Oh yeah. I don't want to be. 
he hears I, when he I still fight. I still think that type of shit is weird. <laughs> like when a girl feel comfortable and, she, and like you in there brushing your teeth and she want to come in and and take a shit while you brush your teeth. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. No, That's a no go. Let me tell you how Jarrell caught me slipping one time because I was in <laughs> most like he used to have to get up when I didn't have a car at the time. Um, he, he used to have to get up and take his mom to work so he would be able to take me to work. Yeah. And um. I didn't know he was home. So, like, I get up, I go in the bathroom, I let out, like, this super loud fart in the toilet. <laughs> and, like, Jarrell goes, what the f-? <laughs> I didn't know he was home, bro. That's funny So, I'm sitting there, like, you know, when you, when you like, using the bathroom, you laughing, your body start. So, like, I'm, like, farting even more. <laughs> He's like, bro, stop. <laughs> That's awkward as hell. <laughs> But after that, I was like, "We got to get married at this point." You know oh yeah, it's so over with. Yeah, he know he know you your deepest darkest secrets. Dog. He know all your smells and shit. It's right. over with. You can't hey, ever you know, leave him. I do respect him though, cause like honestly, I've I don't really get into too many relationships. Honestly, even with my body count, I can still count my body count on one hand. Like my relationship count, I can still count on one hand. I don't really get into relationships like that. I don't give my body or soul into things until I know it's like serious. Like, this relationship in now is, like, legit. Like, I would rather be with someone that cares about me here, here, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, okay, I know that you have potential to be this kind of person, so I'm going to help you. Like, I have my own money. He has his own money. But, like, when I say he's invested so much into my current project, like... I can tell, too. Yeah. A lot of the music that's on there, he actually was the one that inspired it like he when we came up with dmx dmx was my second single that i dropped when um we wrote that we wrote it um sitting in my car with tia well he came up with the idea on at our in our house and i sent the idea to tia first and he was just like maybe you need to write a song you need an upbeat song in here because a lot of stuff kind of like soulful a little bit like kind of slow so you need to write a song kind of like Tia was the perfect feature, too. Yes. Man, look. Let me get here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hold over here. Okay. Okay. So, she... Okay, so he was like, you need to write a song about how your exes are doing the most. Like, they won't leave you alone and stuff. You need to make a song... You know, we should call it like DMX or something like that and just leave it as DMX, like not like DM from my ex. Because if you write a song that says DMX, people are going to click it and be like, what does girl know oh, about that DMX? Was smart as fuck. You know what I mean? I He's even, the one that came up with that. So I didn't yeah. even know that's what the spin on that was. Yeah. But what we did was it was kind of <laughs> like both of our, <laughs> it was kind of both of our ideas together to incorporate DMX lines. I had to really do my research in order to do this like i really like i knew songs by dmx but i didn't know songs by dmx so like and I t is myself, a big dmx fan. she is and i yeah. just knew well first of all i'm, I'm low-key a feminist so i'm all about female empowerment so whatever i whoever i put on this track i wanted it to be a female period um at first my first option was like you know, I thought about AE, but then I was like, this ain't the kind of track for AE. Mm-hmm. I just knew I needed Tia on it, period. Just because I see her as like a sister now. We've, we've grown a bond in the past couple of years, but like I just knew I wanted to hear on it. So I sent her like just a little snippet of my very first line, you know, got a DM from my ex, yeah, you want me to come over? I sent that one part to her and she was like, we got to get this done now. Like this is a hit. So 
Um, I got, um, I was trying to figure out what we was going to do. I had somebody that was making beats for me, but every beat we tried to find, it just didn't go with it. And Jarrell actually, um, was friends with Snoop on Instagram and he posted that track on his story and he Jarrell sent it to me and I was like bro what is this so I screen recorded it so I wouldn't forget it and I just kept listening and I was like tell Snoop I want his track like right now so we linked up I told him this he sent me like a package of like five or six beats I didn't even care about the other ones I wanted that one. it didn't even have a name yet yeah. so uh we ended up linking up with Grop we knocked that track out in like less than an hour like when I say I was excited I was excited. Like who came up with the concept for the video? Um, it was like a group effort. It was really me, Jarrell, and then Shane Hodge for one K moments. Mm-hmm. So we all linked up um, at my job actually, because like I said, I work a lot. So we linked up at my job. We um, got a couple of things like, okay, this is gonna be what we're gonna do. Um, matter of fact, the same week that I recorded DMX, that following no, yeah, the same week, I got on YouTube and I looked up every single DMX video that he had out. So, like, um... Oh, you've the, been doing your research. I did. So, like, how I had the girls... I mean, the the amount of girls that are in the video is not the amount that I wanted, but I wanted to do um the Rough Riders um, anthem, you know, where he had all these group of guys together. I got my girls. We had on pink bandanas. They had on black bandanas in the video. Yeah, I So, that. I did that. Um, you the did school the bus, bus one? Yeah. The school bus when he was with Eve and, um, you know, all them... And then um, the black and white backdrop when he did what they want, what they want with, with Cisco. Cisco. Yeah. yeah, so I wanted to make sure. I did the Keisha from Belly Scene in the very beginning. Oh, yeah, Instead yeah, of the yeah. white robe, I had a red robe because that's my favorite color. So, uh-huh. you know, I did that. I made a bed. The bed that I was laying on was actually an air mattress. <laughs> it was an air mattress. It was in the middle of like an empty studio. It was an air mattress, and I put a bunch of sheets and like took pillows off my bed and like put them on. I seen y'all put a lot of creativity into that video. And I mean, it took it was two days. That cake took two days. Yeah, both videos took exactly two days. But DMX, we put more effort into just because we knew it was gonna be a really good thing. Yeah, it was a real dope visual. You gotta invest money too. And And I think I definitely think One K is the best videographer in the city. I'm look. I'm big on one K, especially. That's the only person I trust. <laughs> I went out there and um to Atlanta when he shot a Native Sound video, mm-hmm. and I was telling I like Chuck, it. yeah, I was telling Chuck, I was like, dog, one K, that's the one, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, let him shoot the rest of your He's videos. Probably like my favorite videographer out of Augusta, like. Yeah, he the best. <laughs> Who the sack? Who, you? <laughs> you get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Shane gonna kill you for that. But yeah, like, and honestly, that too, let's even get on that subject of Shane. When, if you look, if you ask Shane what his prices are, he gonna give you his prices. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna try to break it down for you. If you really cool with somebody and you respect their craft, you're gonna pay full price for whatever they wanna charge you for to get whatever product you want I'm out so of I'm so glad you said that. That irritates me that so much. That discount shit is annoying as Yes. Hell. I mean, it's one thing, like, like, I have a friend, her name is Keish, um, Keisha. But she, you know, she makes my bracelets and stuff. And she, because of the fact that when we first met, we met her at Culture Fest. Um, they, like last year, it's last year, we met her at Culture Fest. We bought like 40 things off her table because we just loved all the stuff. When the bracelet, one of the bracelets popped on accident, we was like begging her for a replacement because we just, we love it. I actually wear this one every day and I'm a Louis Vuitton type of person. So, but you know, she makes these. And she'll, we made a connection so deep that now it's like, anytime I got a show, I want to promote her stuff. Same thing with like Trash Elegance. Anytime I got a show now, like all the clothes I wore to my listener party, 
on my shirt was by Trash Elegance. I want to make sure that I promote their stuff. However, now I want to buy their stuff. I don't want to just promote their stuff. I want to yeah. buy their stuff so they know that I'm like really into what they got going on. We definitely so, like, need to make that a trend. Yes. People need to stop asking for discounts because yes. they don't go to Walmart That's and ask so for a irritating. discount. <laughs> like if you really cool with somebody, like if you was saying, okay, I want to put you on this show, but um, okay, say like, hey, um, I want to talk about my project on here. Can I hop on your podcast? I wouldn't expect. I would expect for you to drop a price at me. Like, you know, I ain't gonna do that for free, dog. Yeah. You know, I would be like, all right, it'll be fifty dollars, a hundred dollars to hop on a podcast and talk about your project if you want to do that. I'm not saying everybody does, but if you want to do that, so like with Shay, I'm gonna be honest. I used to. I don't do it no more because that shit don't ever come out good. No, because people want to do things for free. That's why. Yeah. So, like I said, with just, Shane, I want I want him to charge me full price for whatever he does for my videos. So, if he charged me three hundred dollars for it, but it's a good quality video, I'm gonna do it. Because yeah. if you try to, you know, get a photographer, a videographer that does videos for fifty dollars, don't be mad when it looked like a home video. Yeah. That's, That's what you pay for. I started shooting videos, and I'm gonna be honest, I suck at that shit. So <laughs> I think I'm about to get that shit up. I can I can be real with myself. I ain't one of the motherfuckers that got the big head like. The first one I did, and it was all right. Second one I did, and it was cool. <laughs> Third one, it was decent. Them shits ain't what I want them to be. So I'm like, I think I'm done. And on top of that, I don't mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. Like, you have to enjoy editing videos to do it. I do not like sitting at that computer for no fucking 10 hours hey, playing you know around Jarrell with effects. Don't either, but he do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you got to think think of it like an iceberg. You know, the big, the part that you see is like this big. Yeah. And that's the product. But underneath, it's like a big old thing of freaking ice. Like That's a good ass analogy. You know what I that's, mean? That's a perfect think way to describe it. it. It's like, okay, like my project. Fool me once. Finally, we got a project out. But think about what's under the water. Me starting a project in 2016. I gave up on a project twice. Couldn't find out what I wanted to write about. The person I wrote about, he passed away. So I had to figure out how was I going to reconnect myself with my own project. Because it's like, why would you want to talk bad about someone that's dead? Yeah. You know? And then now I got to find, I don't want to work with this certain person anymore. So now I got to find someone else. I don't want these this kind of sound the entire project. Now I got to find someone else. But he, he charges. The first guy don't, but this guy does. You know what I mean? Figuring out how to do credits, figuring out how to do videos, how much money do I make? Plus, I got to pay my bills. Yeah, music you know? costs a lot of money, Yeah, too. this ain't cheap. I paid $75 just to get BMI so I could have rights and royalties to my own stuff. Which 75. is a good-ass investment, though. That's my phone bill for two months. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you got a good-ass phone bill, right? then. <laughs> That's... <laughs> no, my part of the phone oh. bill for two months. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was about to say, y'all need to let me on y'all line. Right. Because I forgot how much I'm paying for these phones, but it ain't cheap, boy. I'm just for saying, real. though, like, it's, but either way, it's still, it's a lot to it. So if you don't feel like, if you don't want to dedicate any money or put any money to the side, and you order can tell to the people that craft, don't put money to, to you it, can too. definitely tell. I'm not gonna say no names. I am kind of shady, but I'm not gonna do it. Too yeah, much. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> facts, facts, <laughs> facts. I mean, you know, I'm once again. I ain't gonna say no names on either, because if I say their names, gonna be like, well, can he give me that same? Oh, look I'll up? tell you. I'll you tell know? you off the camera, because I definitely got a list. Yeah. Uh, me and Chuck talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't. I ain't gonna put his business out there. No. <laughs> nah, I say I know he don't give a fuck, but uh, he be like. <laughs> he be like motherfuckers be making lists let's make a list of the uh, brokest rappers in the custom <laughs> some shit uh, edit point edit point <laughs> no leave that on there bro 
I mean, honestly, though, but it's just those are those rappers that you speak of are rappers that think that, OK, I'm going to post this one video and I'm going to get famous from it. I don't have. Yeah, to that's else. a horrible mind state, too. And yeah. um, I had that conversation all the time, too. I tell people, I say, when you're doing something and you love it, you need to work on that every day. Exactly. If you're not working on it every day, you want to be a part time rapper. Right. That shit ain't going to work for you. Oh, think about this. Jimi Hendrix, one of the greatest guitar players of our freaking time. Every single day, he dedicated an hour to playing the guitar. And now mm-hmm. look how great he was. See, if you don't dedicate at least like an hour that. to your time, like to your craft, what are you doing? Like if you the only rappers work that, on music once a week, how are you going to get better? Shit, not even once a week. You know, it's some people that'll put a project together. They'll spend a week putting a project together. They'll spend another week shooting music videos, another week shooting pictures. And then they'll put that project out and try to promote that project for six months. That shit like, don't work like that. I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you just popped up with a project and then you man. disappeared the next month after the project dropped. Man, I don't even know who this man is. You just wasting your time. Yes. And I even, like, I got a friend that um, I rock with his music heavy, but I told him, I was like, okay, you just told me about your project. You just dropped it in September. You go on your page and like you only have your only picture from the project and that's it from September. Are you doing any other promoting to that? I dropped my project in October, on October 3rd. I've posted something at least once or twice a week on yeah, my story. And that's how I supposed you to know, be. on my page or on my story to let people know. And also doing the Instagram promotion. Because if you have your Instagram, it's, it ain't even expensive. That works really good, $7 especially if you know how to target to your audience. 3,000 people, yo. Mm-hmm. 3,000 people just in Augusta in Atlanta. 3,000 people. I got 3,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, if you do the promo for $7 and you have it up on people's timelines for three or four days, imagine how many people already get on Instagram a day. Matter of fact, a lot of people wake up. Soon as they get up, that's the first thing they do. Oh, that's how I built my you know audience I mean? starting out. I just I did promos for like two straight months. Yeah, but that's how people are gonna see it. Not all right. Let me drop this project and hope for the best. I'm and ain't nobody paying see it no one attention. Yep. I'm not seeing nothing from June still on my timeline. I'm seeing stuff from today and last week, and that's it. Whenever you're doing music too, like the biggest goal is to stand out in some way. Mm-hmm. If you're just putting out a project. And you just share the link one time, you're not standing out at no. all. But I harassed some dope everybody content. in my DMs. I was like, bro, <laughs> hit the link, hit the link, hit the link. <laughs> Jarrell did too. I think he sent me a link a couple times. Yeah, he was sending my link out to people like, bro. And then like, That's how it's supposed girl, to be though. That's support. Yeah. I mean, I'll be in Walmart checking out. And they would be like, I know you because your boyfriend, like, he sent me your stuff. I listened yeah. to it yesterday. It's like really good. <laughs> you know, it made me like super excited. So, yeah. I mean, just draw content, really. Even with covers, like rappers feel like they can't do covers. That's what freestyles are for. Yeah, they need to bring covers back, and they need to stop bashing Jacquees mm-hmm. for that shit. Cause his Q mixes be fire as fuck. I don't care yeah. what nobody say, and they I know a lot of people gonna disagree. His own stuff for once, I think yeah. that's really what's like. You not but dropping no music. Everybody but you does covers. covers though. Yeah, I mean, I want them to bring back covers though. I think more artists and should mash-ups. do them. I like yeah. mashups. I love them shits, and I love for me a, a good beat with a fire ass sample in it. Like Rappers sometimes throw some free gay. shit. For real? I think so. Nah. <laughs> if they, they if they think that, they insecure as like, hell. Like, I'm doing a mashup, dog. <laughs> <laughs> if they think that, they insecure. They got to get they shit together. I don't know. I mean, and I, I like don't like get offended. Like I don't use like that word freely, but you know, yeah. Like I feel like, or maybe just maybe they just not like writers. Like you know, some yeah. people aren't good writers, but they execute like on point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's. 
maybe that's what it is. Maybe they just they have writers for them, or they come. They're in a room with like a group of people that help them write their raps and stuff, and then they just execute it right. Maybe that's what it is. Man, um, I wanted to ask you something before we got off of here, okay. off of something you said earlier. You mm-hmm. was talking about a body count, and I was talking about this last oh night. God. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> um, I was telling. <laughs> I was telling somebody I did a podcast with, I was like, yeah, I ain't never asked no girl how many men she been with before mm-hmm. because if she say three, I'm going to feel like it's a lot. So, ain't no point of me asking. Brush. Yeah. <laughs> For real. No. So, I was like, I don't think men should ask women no shit like that. And I don't think women should ask men. How you feel about that? Like, I don't even want to know. Matter of fact, I did that to this guy one time and it was like a lot. And I just, shut up, nigga. I wasn't trying. I was talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I was Right. right, and I was just like, you was a hoe, <laughs> you know, but I mean, just as long as you're taking care of yourself. You Jarrell, what's around. the safe answer when somebody asks you that, though? <laughs> like, yeah, like, what's the safe number? Do you, like, divide it by two? Exponents. You said seven? square root? <laughs> Nice. Hey, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing that. If somebody randomly asks me that, I'm gonna just come up with like a like a nice, cute number. I'm gonna be like, Two. yeah, nah. See, it can't. It it got to be something realistic because you know they know you, so you can't tell a lie. Slim, I knew you was home. Oh man, I ain't gonna sit here lie to nobody, man. I done lived a good life, uh, amazing life. What? I'm gonna say twenty. I'm gonna put it at twenty, and we just gonna leave it there. Twenty. <laughs> yeah, what? that's a, that's the same answer, right? It's better. It's better I'm than concerned. the real number. I'm be like, you okay? It's better than the real number. I don't know. I don't judge. Like I said, just you know, people. But you know, when you like. young though, you just you just having fun. You don't know what you're doing. And I was talking about this last night. Like when I was young, I thought that shit was cool as hell. I didn't know that how disgusting it was until I hit like 24, 25, and mm-hmm. I started thinking. I was like, you don't did a lot of shit in your life, Slim. This shit is disgusting. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's like, not good. I'm a preacher's though. kid. So, like, I was in cotillions and stuff. You know, I got a promise ring that said, like, I wouldn't have sex until I was married yeah. and all this stuff. And I think that's probably why my parents were so strict when it came to me dating. But, like, when I did lose my virginity, bro, I went home and I, like, cried. I called my homegirl Tyranny and I was like, bro, I cheated on Jesus. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in my room and I'm just like, what did am he I going to do? He's going to send me to hell, you know? Did he forgive you yet? Huh? Jesus, did he forgive you yet? <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, but you know, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I can't really talk about like religious point of views because everybody sees religion like differently. Yeah, That's just how I sure. was raised. Like, I mean, even now. If I could bring my grandparents in a room right now and you interview them on how they feel about me living with my boyfriend, nigga. That's a, that's another interesting topic. <laughs> nigga. Me and my boyfriend She's shaking together. up. And, right, and now the conversation is, well, they love each other. They ain't going nowhere. Man, the they got to understand it's different times, So when are y'all getting married? When yeah. are y'all getting married? It's totally different times, though. Like, mm-hmm. back in their day, you know, it was fine. Uh, the man could go work at a coal mine. He can come home. You know, he has his money. He can pay for his home. Nowadays, this yeah. shit expensive as hell. Right. Like, it's kind of better to goddamn have have two people in that household. I like it. I mean, I I like my boyfriend company. Honestly, we got... I thought we was cool at first. We got hella close, like, after we moved in with each other. like That's dope, too. We kind of put each other habits on each other. Like, he, he liked to sleep with the fan on. I don't. But now... I like sleeping with the fan on, even when it's cold outside, <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah. that. So, like, I don't, 
I mean, as long as we taking care of each other, we get along fine, and we making our lives better. I mean, why does it really matter? And you ain't point? you ain't really got to worry about other people's judgment because you grown as hell. So yeah, their opinion is strictly their yeah. opinion. And I mean, I hate to say it, I had to when I first moved out. I moved out of my parents' house in the middle of the night, not just because I couldn't handle their rules. I felt like I had to confine myself to a box. My parents didn't want to. They, that wasn't their intentions because don't get me wrong. They're like outstanding parents. Like I love my mom and dad, but they be doing the most. <laughs> okay. So like most it got, parents. it got to the point, like I couldn't like hang out with my friends when I wanted to. My own, my actual friends were starting to get on my nerves because you know, your, your best friend now might not be your best friend five years from now. So we got to that stage. We started to outgrow each other, you know, just, as being friends, like we're still cool, we just don't hang out. Like I think I remember do. you telling me your parents were straight when uh, yes. when I was working at uh, Marshalls with you. They super strict. Even with that, like me working at Marshalls for more than two years, my dad was like, "All right, so when you gonna quit and find something else?" You know, because he like That's I said, that he liked the, Yeah, so it got to the point like I didn't like the rules. I wanted to leave. I just felt like I didn't have that personal space that I wanted, especially at the time. I think I was like 23, 24. and my aunt had just passed away, and she's kind of like my second mom. So my mom was going through a lot of things, you know, emotionally as far as her sister dying. But because I was home all the time, those emotions from my household were being taken out on me and they just didn't see it. So, like, you know, you're trying to tell your family that you're depressed. And they're not you know, listening. They, I don't think, I'm not going to say they weren't listening, but they weren't I don't receiving think they took it, well. it seriously yeah. because it's like, LaBeja, depressed? What? Jesus is the answer. <laughs> no. That's the thing about religious household. Yeah. God is always the answer. But you know what? I'm not with my dad though. It's not like Jesus was always the answer. My dad like I said he read books, so with him it's like a a speech almost because it's like all right. I got a quote for that. Go ahead. Oh yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, <laughs> like he got a quote for that. He got a, a Bible book. verse. Too. He got a Bible verse. He got a scripture. He got a line I know how from that a goes. book. You know. Look, he opens a book and it's already highlighted because he knew I was going to deal with it sooner or later. Yeah. Like, he's that kind hey, of Hey, speaking of Marshalls, too, I talked about that on my podcast recently, uh, how you helped me get the job at Marshalls. And Bruh. my first day, I was so shocked because people just, people be slow as hell. Then they just get to leave because, you know, I'm a businessman. I'm used to, you leave when the work is done. They be having 100,000 pallets and they just leave. I don't and know. Then, <laughs> I, man, I remember I when I was about job. to quit and I came up to you and I was like, man, I don't want to make you look bad, but I ain't coming back. No. And you was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. Just yeah. go, bro. Amy don't care about nobody, dog. Yeah. She don't work there no more. I ain't know that. They, um. All I know is I looked at the schedule me. and they cut my hours and then I went up to Jordan and I was like, all right, bro, I ain't coming back after this. And then he was like, man, you'll be back tomorrow. Watch. And I was no. like, bro, I'm actually going to my Miami tomorrow, so ah, no, that's that's just if you're working at a part time like retail place, just quit, bro. Yeah, for, I feel like man, at this point, retail is for like teenagers. Working I, for retail is teenagers. I actually want that like, job now though because so. I need a little part time job. I'm looking for don't one, go back, but bro. yeah, not Marshall. Not though. that com they matter of fact, they accused me of stealing. I didn't even steal nothing. What they just my manager was trying to just find a way to get rid of me. Hey, you know what used to be funny. Outspoken. No, that shit used to be funny as hell when we worked up there and them people used to come in there and steal and they would just follow them around the store and the people would just walk you remember out. Remember the loss prevention lady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit used to have me hey, but rolling, she got some dog. On her, though. She'd be like track running and football pulling yeah. that person and be like, hey, let's meet in the back. I'm going to call the police. You can't come back in here no more. You're going to jail. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. When they fired me, they had like a whole folder and was like, this is stuff that you didn't ring in. 
And I'm like, so y'all been monitoring me for eight months, and y'all didn't tell me I was like missing like little items. And I know you ain't steal no shit. They said I lost the company sixty six dollars. Y'all fired me over sixty six dollars, dog. Like, yeah, could have really? took that out of the check. It would have been better right. better to just keep because you know they can't they can't keep nobody no. else. Though. Matter of fact, after I after I got fired, like, just matter of fact, me getting fired was the best thing that ever happened to me. Real talk. Like, so what'd you start doing after that? I actually I didn't have a job for two months. Yeah, about two months. They fired me the day after Valentine's Day. Matter of fact, I literally remember I had just got a dog and everything. And I came in and fired me. My aunt died about three weeks later. So me not having a job and me be able to help my mom and help my family, like, deal with that, you know, that was a good thing. And then I got hired at Twin Peaks. My parents had no clue because, like I said, I moved out of my parents' house. I didn't talk to them for, like, two or three months. And so... From that time to the time I got back in touch with them, that was like the best few months of my life, really. Just because of the fact, you know, sometimes they say time apart made the heart grow a little fonder. I needed to be away from my parents to realize how much I needed my parents. Like, like I said, as you, if you go back and you rewatch this podcast, I've talked about my dad at least like five times. My dad's like a dad and and Jarrell. Yeah, they both like (laughs) inspired me like greatly. Jarrell just as an artist, but my dad as a person. So like. <laughs> but the people listening, Jarrell, Jarrell is in here, dog. He is. I mean, but think like he's my biggest supporter. Like he. Oh yeah, he's dope even too. We was friends. We was friends. We call it. We had. We called our friendship the pregnancy friendship. We was friends for nine months before we even talked about a relationship at all. So like the pregnancy friendship. Pregnancy That's cute. friendship. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, like we was friends for nine months before we even talked about even being in a relationship or anything. I just wanted to know him as a person, really. And at the time, when we met, I was engaged. So, like, I didn't even care about even trying to be with him like that. We was just really, really cool. Like, you giving me free photo shoots, you want me to just hit you up when I want pictures from you? No. You want me to bring you something to eat? Like, what's up? <laughs> you know? I started feeding him. Next thing you know, we like this. <laughs> yeah. So, he take pictures at all my shows. Even, like, like I said, when we was friends, he would be right there in the front taking pictures That's of all my I mean, shows. That's what I need, man. I need a photographer girlfriend. <laughs> no, don't. I'm telling you, we took pictures, these bomb photos. We took these super cool, like, silhouette photos, like, a month ago. I still ain't seen them yet. <laughs> so, you know, the clients got to come first and then your stuff come last. He just kind of oh, fits you in where it goes. Look at <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, yes. hard, it's hard balancing out that editing, too. But I'll be getting the mad, good though. thing about me, I love editing pictures. Video, but pictures, I, I love I like that shit, outcome. though. Cause it really be ugly, like, and that's why when I'm at his photo shoots and I hear girls like, "Is my lace front peeling? Is my makeup like I'm missing a nail?" If you look at that's my birthday I'm photos from all the last girls to him. year, <laughs> if you look at my birthday photos from last year, I had white nails, but my pinky nail was missing. This nigga put a new nail on my finger to make it look like the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> the small details. Girl had like stretch marks all over her stuff from having kids. He like removed all that, bro. Like she ain't never had a kid a day in her life. Yeah. Like you know. I see- I see his pictures. I follow. Yeah. I follow all his shit. That's why I said, if a female, if a female needs some photography work done, hit him up. You can For hit real. me up if you if you want some street photography. But if you want something sexy, <laughs> hit him up. <laughs> Yo, I mean, but for real, he's probably one of those photographers I ever work with. He's the yeah. first photographer I ever work with. So like me working with anybody else, I just be like, mm, let me see your portfolio first. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to. And like him and Christopher, that's probably about it. Like I haven't yeah, worked with anybody too. else. I don't really I like, care um, too. I like Lex too. Who? Lex. He's fine. Who? 
What's yeah. uh, Lex? Um, his logo is Sometimes Lex. Sometimes I know that person, but like I don't know they. I don't know they um name like that. You know, sometimes you just know people by their Instagram names and that's it. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I seen this before. Oops. I left yeah. it on accident. Yeah, yeah. I know what that is. But yeah, that's probably like my top. They like my top two at least for now. So like Shane, Drill. Oh, yeah, Armstead. Shane. I forgot about Shane. 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 Yeah. See, <laughs> I just always think of Shane as a videographer. Yeah. I forgot he take pictures. Honestly, I mean, I'm cool with his photos. I'd rather him do my videos, though, because it's like I already, like I said, I'm trying to build a team for myself. So, like, I got Jarrell for my best pictures, way to do it too. Shane for my videos. Now I have someone that I go to for my beats. I got an engineer now. I got like five different producers that I can link up with that are like easy to get to instead of always being busy. Or I can fit you in right here if you come right now. Like, stuff like that. Cool with me. Willing to work, pay settled. full price. I don't even care. So, yeah. <laughs> All my artist friends. I love Trues. I love Tia. <laughs> Shout out Trues and Tia. Trues, Tia, Art, Art of Love. I love AE. Man, when I finally got AE on the track, when I heard the finished product, I literally, like, low-key cried. I screamed in my car because I was excited, but I cried. AE is dope. I, she, I was just telling the boy yesterday, I got, a, uh, I got a creative crush on AE. Me too. Is that weird? <laughs> I was just telling them boys that this weekend. <laughs> I was. We're married in my mind, okay? <laughs> She's super, super dope. And that too, like I used to be, when I started becoming friends with her, I was a little insecure because honestly, me and her, we're like the only female artist that's like out like that. Me and that Truth I talked know. about that. So like I feel like But it what, ain't no competition. I gotta though. move. Y'all just though. a little similar. I gotta move quick though, cause some of the stuff she's already dropped. I feel like, dang, I was trying to do that, bro. And I don't wanna make it we're friends. We actually hang out outside here like we yeah. just hung out last week for what was it called? Spooky spooky shit? Spooky shit. <laughs> spooky shit. But <laughs> you know, we like we all hang out, so like, you know, we're able to talk about funny stuff too, but like Dang, I'm like, bro, I don't want to do anything that she's already doing because people in Augusta, like, they try to compare instead of just being like, both of these people are freaking amazing. That's why you just you know? don't let that get between y'all, though, because do they do the same thing with me with uh, Maine. He got a podcast called More Than the Masters. They do mm -hmm. the same exact thing. Like, people hit me up and be like, uh, man, I think you way better than Maine. You should, you know. Why and I'll be like, compare? nigga, that shit don't, man. Why even compare? There's but artists out I know, there. I know he got me beat, though, because he's just been doing this shit longer. So I, I, mean, don't, I don't really get into those type of conversations. Is that a person that you would look up to, though? Oh, yeah. I fuck, I fuck I with Maine. Maine, Maine gave me a, a lot hater, of pointers. Instead of being a hater, I'd rather be around that person so I can see what kind of stuff they be getting on. So, like, mm -hmm. me, like, I, this my this past couple months my first time hanging out with AE. So I was like, all right. Now that we linked up, that's all we do when we hang around each other is like sing together, talk about stuff, goof off, you know, and then watching her process of how like better, like all the good stuff she puts out and all the good stuff that she's doing. It's like, bro, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Maine actually texted me this morning and told me to do a, uh, another podcast with Tia. He Please. sent me a screenshot. Did you do one with her yet? Yeah, I did one a while ago. It. It's on YouTube. I gotta I love her so much. Like I'm gonna call her today. Bro, the energy that me and her have when we're in the same room, we're fucking stupid, yo. <laughs> Tia like cool I spoke. love being around her, like the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, when she when I sent um when we were working on the DMX track, 
she literally, you know, like when you got to check in with your parents to let them know what you're doing. That's yeah. pretty much what she was doing. She's like, we got a studio. Here's a picture. Here's the video of like, she didn't even send me the track, nigga. Send me the track. Stop <laughs> recording yourself in the studio with your vocals. I need it in my phone so I can send it to my producer, bro. What are Tia you doing? interesting as hell, dog. She's so freaking weird, but like, <laughs> and honestly, I say this while we on here. Tia reminds me of like a more like feminine, masculine version of Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. She reminds me of Left She Fine. came out with Rules last week. Or the week before or whatever. And as soon as it started, me and Jarrell was like, Tia, Tia, if you don't do no freestyle to this, I, I'm going to slap your mom, yo. <laughs> like, put a freestyle out to this. Because they, like, they give off that, ooh, like, yeah. all that, you know? How they she harmonize her voice. Yeah. Yes. I freaking love her, dog. She be doing dumb stuff, too. <laughs> like, when she sat on the little paint board, got the little thing on her pants. But, you know, she cool. She real cool. Um, Who else do I be kicking it with? I love uh Mayo. Male cool. Yes, got male. Yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, we uh, I call everybody by their first name. So like I don't call nobody by their first name. I be like Donnell, Ashley, <laughs> Brandon, Arthur. You know. <laughs> um, People do that shit to me too. Yes. But I think they be trying to be yes. funny. They no. be like, "Oh, you talking about Rodney?" I'm like, bro, cutinus. <laughs> yeah. Real names yes. don't bother me. I don't I do care it. about they that hate shit. It. Like I, I don't know why though. Ashley, Ashley, A E be like. Oh, that's her name, that? Ashley? Yes. I need to know like, that. Don't do that. What's her last name? What's it? Elam? I don't know. Elam. Don't like when people call him Elam. Elam. <laughs> I call it too. I be like, hey, Brandon. I know I know True's whole name, so I call him by his full name. He be like, True's don't even stop. look like a Brandon to me, though. <laughs> True, True's look like a, like, a, like a Vincent. <laughs> Vincent. Yes. True's like a Vincent. Because True's is like, his personality is just so strong and, 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 and full. Yeah, he, he looked like, like a Vincent. We call him Tay Tay. We thought he looked like a Tay Tay at first. Tay Tay, hell no. Tay Tay too ratchet and, True's and my dog, Brandon. Brandon is too like too like colorful. Yeah. True. Yeah, I was gonna say True's my first feature. So like we like this at this point. Like anytime I'm working on something dope, first two people I send to True's Tia. That's it. That's First really all you people, need. Those are like my biggest like input. I don't even send it to my friends. And Trues work hard too. This yes. he sent me a song called James Brown Boulevard. That Dude, motherfucker was hard. We got hard. songs we work together on that we ain't even drop yet. Like, well, he don't. I don't know if he gonna do it yet. But like, he got like a whole like folder of stuff. Like when I say he put he if he could put out like a Chris Brown type of album, I wouldn't even be mad. I think he's only putting like 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 seven or eight tracks on his new yeah. project though. It's dope. Like we got a little sneak peek of it or whatever. It was like it's really good. I'm ready to hear it. He told me he's gonna play it for me. I'm ready Bro, to hear that. Whatever you do, listen to Miami on repeat like four times. See, if he got songs better than the ones he out. sent me, then I know this shit gonna be fine. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah, I appreciate you doing this uh podcast with me, man. No problem. Thank you for having me on here. <laughs> but it's another episode of Sit Down with Slim and we out. <laughs> Yo. Please edit the whole thing about me farting in the toilet. Please. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? They're going to be like, what, she farts? <laughs> yeah, break that whole thing down, dog. <laughs>